So, uh, as you as you guys know, uh, Frankie and I we went to a wonderful Broadway show this past week. I had no idea you were doing that. I messaged you what you doing in New York, and you never responded. <laughs> you did. I didn't even see. I didn't even know that because his phone I was, was worried. on. I thought you'd been killed <laughs> because his phone was on silent. Because the ushers don't play that shit. Uh, I was. They do not play that shit. I saw a delightful uh, show called Hades Town, and also privately, I have. Uh, just read Macbeth to watch, so I could watch the new Joel Cohen movie and understand what's happening. But this is all to say that I, I'm in a bit of a, you know, I'm in a theatrical mood, <laughs> you might Races, say. This is everybody. <laughs> Episode 98, and Oklahoma by Boomer Desk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while, I, while I was looking for uh, cold open stuff, um, I found uh, a transcript to the current, the, the deposition, subpoena, whatever the fuck is happening to Donald Trump uh, in New York right now. And luckily there are exactly three characters, so I thought, you know, maybe we could uh, we could put on a little show here. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Let me pull up the, uh, the Google Docs real here quick. Here, I, uh, I, just, I just sent it in the Twitter DMs. Oh, perfect, perfect. So, uh, alright, so we got, we got three characters. We got, of course, Donald Trump. He's got the most lines. Who wants? To, who who would like to be Donald? Uh, who do, which one of us does the best Trump voice? It's not me. All of our Donald Trumps are such dog <laughs> shit. Uh, I'll do it, I yeah. guess. Joe Joe will be Donald. Then we have the attorney for the prosecution who's questioning Donald, who has the second most lines. You want to you want to do that, or you want me to do it? I, I, I I'll try that okay. part. I can't find the script. Wait, who did I send it to? You sent it to him. No, you sent it to Jeb. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jeb. <laughs> uh, so you're the first person. Who's so Donald Trump, Q or A? Donald uh, Trump is A, Matt, you're Q, and I am going Matt to... Is Matt, Matt is Q. Matt is Q. Follow the Matt drops. <laughs> and I will be playing uh, Donald Trump's attorney who has just a few lines. All right, everybody Everybody, have the script in front of them? All right, so I'll, uh, I'll, st- I'll set the stage here. Um... Donald J. Trump is on, I think, I'm pretty sure he's on the witness stand, <laughs> called by the prosecution. Um, some, this is something about January 6th, uh, why he said some something. Um, I believe this is in re- the entire line of questioning is in regard to one of his like speeches when he was like, if they start shit, beat them up, folks. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. A big... Development in this case was when Marjorie Taylor Greene said that she <laughs> think she thought Donald Trump should declare Marshall's law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the Marshall Plan. It's it was it was we did that once, right? <laughs> Taking that as a legal defense and it working. Uh, all right, all right, everybody, everybody to your uh, to your positions. All right, positions, please. Matt, you're opening with a strange line. With what? They were going to throw fruit. We were threatened. We had a threat. <laughs> How did you become aware that there was a threat, that people were going to throw fruit? We, we were told. I thought Secret Service was involved in that, actually. But we were told. And you get hit with fruit. It's, no, it's very violent stuff. We were on alert for that. <laughs> a tomato is a fruit, after all, I guess. And you know what? Judicial notice. Uh, it has seeds. oh god it has seeds Um, it's worse than a tomato it's other things also but tomato (laughs) when they start doing that stuff it's very dangerous there was an alert out that day (laughs) (laughs) only you could prevent tomato throwings 
Who are you speaking to when you said... The audience. <laughs> so you were speaking to the audience when you said, if they saw someone getting ready to throw a tomato, just knock the crap out of them, would you? That was to the audience. <laughs> it was said sort of in jest. But maybe, maybe you know, a little truth to it. It's very dangerous stuff. You can get killed with those things. <laughs> <laughs> she forgets she's talking to Donnie Casino. So were you trying to incentivize people to engage in violence? Objection. No. I wanted to have people be ready because we were put on alert that they were going to do fruit. <laughs> Doing, they were going they were to going do to fruit. Do fruit. <laughs> and some fruit is a lot worse than... Tomatoes are bad, by the way, but it's very dangerous. No, I wanted them to watch. They were on alert. I remember that specific event because everyone was on alert. They were going to hit... They. We're going to hit hard. <laughs> that's, that's so true. It's so cool that he's the alpha male god emperor, and it's just like he's so scared of a tomato. Oh, it's very man. dangerous, this fruit. <laughs> Do you have any knowledge as to whether or not anybody was found to have tomatoes in their possession on that date? I don't know, but it didn't happen. It worked out that nothing happened. It was... The speech was good, and there was no event. <laughs> he passed there was the no... Nothing happened. <laughs> he passed the speech check. I mean... Was it a false alarm? Objection. No, it was something that didn't happen for whatever reason. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> we heard it was going to happen, but nothing happened. <laughs> I love the objection, and then Trump answers it. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't understand. This is my close-up. No, I got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is the Tim Heidecker Electric exactly Sun Twenty? <laughs> this is just what he's doing. He's gonna di he's gonna send his lawyer away and just freestyle. <laughs> they can't actually charge him with anything. He's gonna be president again. <laughs> Why did you tell the people in the audience that you would pay their legal fees? <laughs> Which is funny because he's never paid a lawyer in his life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or his employees. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't pay anyone. <laughs> because if they get in trouble trying to protect us, including them, I would have paid their legal fees. <laughs> That's like, there are 900 of them being like sent to Guantanamo Bay right now. and You don't give a shit. <laughs> when you said... I wanted them to be on alert. It was a serious threat. And I would have paid their legal fees if they stopped somebody. <laughs> I, really I, like, done it. I, I like pilots who don't get shot down. What do you want me to say? If I was still president, I would have paid their legal fees. Yeah. Uh, today, if you stop somebody, not today, even then. But that was a long time ago. That was years ago. <laughs> but I would have been willing to pay their legal fees, yeah. Oh, if they stopped somebody, it turned out that we didn't need that. <laughs> You said you were talking to the audience, but is this the same true of your security? Do you expect your security to knock the crap out of someone if they see them about... I was talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, please let me finish the question so we can get the whole record very clear. Is it your expectation that if your security guard sees someone about to throw a tomato, that they should knock the crap out of them? Well, a tomato, a pineapple, a lot of other things that they throw. Yeah. If the security saw that, I would say you have to. And it's not just me. It's other people in the audience that would get badly hurt. <laughs> He's worried about the shrapnel, folks. <laughs> Everybody knows pineapples are spiky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think they have to be aggressive shards, in stopping that from happening. Because if that happens, you can be killed if that happens. <laughs> Oh and getting God. aggressive includes the use of physical force? 
to stop somebody from throwing pineapples, tomatoes, <laughs> bananas, stuff like that. I like how pineapples started to take it's the place stuff. of tomatoes. No, yeah, he's that like, well, first off, pineapples pineapple. are scary and spiky. Yeah, pineapples look scary. Then the tomato, which I have established, is very, very dangerous. dangerous. And then the seats. banana, I'm giving you a softer one. <laughs> Everybody knows you can slip on a banana. It's dangerous stuff. Thank you, President Donald Trump. I cannot <laughs> wait until uh, you rule our country like Mario Kart again. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Well, uh, thanks for doing that uh, for me, fellas. And I think we can yeah, Reading roll. sucks. How do you even do this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I look forward to my next role. Speaking of me reading, uh, I think we can roll on into the article now. <laughs> you want to send the notes? Yes. <laughs> USB and about XLR. the one bit of good news that's come out recently. Oh, yeah. Fucking Sinn Féin took fucking yes. top in North Ireland, yes. too. Now, North and South Ireland are run by the same political party. They say within the next 10 years, Irish reunification vote. Yep, yep. Let's fucking go. The 26 current, plus 6 equals 1. <laughs> the, the current... Um, Makeup of the North Irish legislature is 27 Sinn Féin in first, and then 24 uh, Dup in second. And then the third is Alliance, which, uh, you know, I just read the Wikipedias of all these fucking parties. And Alliance has always been ambivalent about reunification, so, like, if you could just bully these fucking centrist nerds into, you know... Reunification is peaceful and, you know, largely popular among both of the populaces... We could seriously see it very soon. Yeah, and being part of the UK really doesn't have the same sway as it did yeah. uh, f- even a few years ago. Yeah, even when the decision was made. So, it's coming, folks. Very, very good news in that side of the world. Obviously, horrific news on uh, our side of the world. And who gives a shit about any of our opinions on abortion? I'll just say it right now. We're a comedy podcast, you know, we're here to make you laugh, not to make you want to fucking kill yourself, so, you know, uh, just get just to get it out of the way, we hate the Supreme Court, uh, and we hate the state of Texas. Now let's, let's get on with the, with the show. <laughs> Very cheery. Um, <laughs> welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one podcast on the drama-loving left. I am your host, <laughs> Joey Wintour. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, the T, the Dan T. Yeah, spilling the Dan T. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> All right, say something. And I'm here to tell you that a certain podcaster was spotted... Uh, Flaunting their, I don't know. I'm just trying to do a blind item. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's Matt on the street. Uh, We have a wonderful show for you folks this week. Joining us is our buddy Jack. Hi, Jack. Yeah, our good friend Jack. Uh, special guest Jack Mahoff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Here, ready to Let's go. go. Let's go. (laughs) Instantly getting into the swing of the bit. You fucking love to see it. (laughs) All right. Uh, So as as Joe, of course, alluded to. We here at Boomer Death Squad, uh, we love drama. We love to spill tea. 
we, you know, TMZ is always on in the in the BDS studio. Um, we love three letter acronyms. <laughs> we love spilling tea like we love spilling blood. <laughs> uh, and last week. Uh, if you'll recall, we visited the Intelligencer section of New York Magazine uh, and uh, Margaret Hartman to talk about, um, uh, you know, Donald, uh, DJ TJ and Ivanka having, you know, their their issues with their complete psycho fucking asshole neighbors. Yeah, it was way too humanizing. It was just like they were getting tortured by a homeowners association. <laughs> they were like, they took two pumpkins instead of one and let their dog on the beach. Yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> believe that they let it run in the intelligencer. <laughs> yeah, so we're returning to this paper of record. So we are returning to this paper of record <laughs> to <laughs> um, get a better understanding of the Donald Trump years straight from, uh, I don't know, the mouth of the beast. Who is this? Mark Meadows book or whatever? It's uh, every book, she says, that's important about the Trump presidency that's come out, uh, I think, even during his presidency. If you're if you're like a right wing guy with a poli sci degree, you just got like a job in this administration for like three weeks and then wrote a book called oh, yeah. like the, the Red President. Is this some like lib shit or is this like neocon shit? This is lib shit. Oh, okay, you love mm-hmm. that. We're, <laughs> we, we try to balance the scales here. We punch both ways yeah. here at Boomer Death Squad, where we make fun of uh, everybody. Yeah, we're ev- the third. Yeah, everybody's position. equal. <laughs> I I hate everyone equally. <laughs> I'm a shithead to like. I'll be a fucking dickhead to you no matter what race you are, bro. I just, I just fucking hate people, man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we've got uh, an article this week titled "The Drama Lover's Guide to the New Trump Books." <laughs> this is, like I said, by Margaret Hartman in the Intelligencer. This book is actually like blowing up their spot. The only reason to buy any of these books is for whatever two sentences she put in this article. <laughs> Exactly. This is going to be like a summary. She's doing a book report on all the spicy details from the past like seven years or whatever. Yes, and uh, saving me from from, uh, doing it myself, which I very greatly appreciate. Um, And I just want to note before we start, this article is so fucking long, uh, and I cut out like, I don't know, like ten anecdotes. Um, most of them were about, uh, you know, like Russia and, uh, I don't know. It was, it was just shit nobody shit. fucking cares. Yeah. About. If you wanted yeah. to hear about Russiagate bullshit, if you really care about whoever Michael Steele is, you can <laughs> look for this article in the fucking intelligencer. <laughs> yeah. But if you want the fun stuff, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Uh, Margaret starts out here. For lovers of salacious political gossip that may or may not be true, I'd say that's uh, that's that's <laughs> us. That's our bread and butter, baby. <laughs> may or may not be true. Uh, January fifth, twenty eighteen, was a banner day. President Trump's legal team had threatened to sue if Michael Wolff's fire and fury wasn't kept off the shelves. Oh, my God. Again, just like some guy who's just like a bag man for Donald Trump has <laughs> to write his book, and it's called, like, The Fire of Excellence. <laughs> Dude, removed from context, a book called, a book titled Fire and Fury by Michael Wolff with two Fs. What do you assume that's about? That's a book designed to sell in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of what it's about. Uh... Instead, publisher Henry Holt and company released the White House tell-all early because of, quote, unprecedented demand. (laughs) 
Within a week, it was the fastest selling book in the publisher's history, and I was relishing every second of the audiobook. <laughs> the fastest book in the publisher's history. I guarantee you it was one of the first books in the publisher's <laughs> history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This first paragraph is lousy with German last names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she was she was relishing every second of the audiobook. Uh, Trump didn't even want to be president. His attorney took care of as many 100 potential sex scandals during the campaign. <laughs> it's way higher than that. It is way higher than that. Insane. Uh, Steve Bannon predicted that Robert Mueller's team was, quote, going to crack Don Jr. like an egg on national <laughs> TV. <laughs> I like how it's an unspoken rule in every side of politics that Don Jr. is just yeah, nothing. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's number two. Like, if Donald Trump were to not run for president, he would, like be the next front runner for the mm -hmm. nomination and he's just <laughs> nothing yeah. rules. Well Donald Trump's gonna try and send him to jail, you know, if any <laughs> if anything yeah. comes to light. Yeah, yeah, that his fucking line. If anyone has to go to jail, it should be Don Jr. <laughs> <laughs> he hates him so much. Oh my god, it rules. Donald Trump definitely just uses his son's name to, like, commit fraud all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, badly, too. He's, like, yeah. trying to get him arrested yeah. for credit card fraud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he just, like, discreetly puts the junior at the end and exactly. just fucking gets exactly. away with everything. Yeah. Like, to have the same name as him. <laughs> oh, dude, Jesus Christ, yeah. That was, yeah, he named him the same thing as him on purpose. That God, was always a business move. God bless all the juniors out there, <laughs> but especially this one. Uh, you get, a, you get a, a, like a fraud alert for your uh, credit card. Dude, I'm waiting for mine like, any fucking day it now. Says a, it says a Don Jr. tried to use your <laughs> credit card at a Circle K in Wisconsin. <laughs> Uh, since Trump left office, there's been a deluge of books about the inner workings of the previous administration from journalists on the Trump beat and former White House insiders with scores to settle and reputations they'd like to rehabilitate. <laughs> reputations mm. they'd like to rehabilitate. That's, that's carrying a At lot least, of... Like, yeah. After the Republican administration, you get saucy tell-alls. After the Democratic <laughs> administration, it's like the hope of change. Yeah, 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 like yeah, Nine hundred yeah. people release it. Yeah, and it's all about how cool Obama looked in sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I was proud to be in the same room as that man. Um, the, the Trump administration, you have to write a book called like the Halls of Sorrow. Or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with a picture of like Melania's cool goth Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Axios reported that Trump himself has given, quote, at least 22 interviews for 17 different books since leaving office. Uh, while these tomes sell Don't well... Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, Donald Trump fuck is you. giving interviews for these books? He's given at least 22 interviews for 17 There is books. nothing that man respects like getting a bag. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I've done this scam before, sure. <laughs> I'll help you out. I don't care. <laughs> he's, the, he's, he's probably still the number one best-selling business author <laughs> of the New York Times history. It'd be, it'd be great to get a Trump quote for like the cover of your Trump tell-all book, like, maybe true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while these tomes sell well, I am now too cynical to devote even eight hours to ear-reading a book whose basic takeaway is Trump, not a great guy. Therefore, please join me on this, uh, on this tour of the juiciest tidbits from the latest batch of Trump books. I do not know if they are true, but I do know they are darkly amusing and might even be shocking if we weren't all numb. <laughs> the intelligencer section just going Joker, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the first uh, juicy tidbit we got here, Trump cuts his own hair. 
<laughs> that is so cool. I believe it. I, I, I don't see why not. What, he's going to let some woman touch his hair? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. His, his scalp is, yeah. like, horrifically scarred. He definitely yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. want to look at yeah, it. That's Doesn't what I thought. he basically just have, like, a wig because he got that, like, evil, like, skull-stretching surgery well, to not be bald? He was just bald in the center of his head, and then they uh, removed the center of his head and pulled it all to the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's technically not a wig. <laughs> Can you just get like your ass hair put on your head or something? This was, uh, this was a different time. This was before that. Sure Elon Musk did. Uh, yeah. This was a different time. He he did this hair trans uh, hair surgery in like the seventies or the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah, or like early nineties even. That's j- just fucking grotesque. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, uh, it's cool that a big part of plastic surgery is just weird science. <laughs> Got, people just come up with their own weird method of doing it. It's always like just taking a chunk out of your ass and putting it near your face, though. Like every fucking time. <laughs> Uh, the source for this uh, is the book I'll Take Your Questions Now, What I mm. Saw at the Trump White House by Stephanie Grisham. Um, Stephanie Grisham, the former Trump White House press secretary, whom you probably don't uh, even remember because she never held a press briefing. <laughs> <laughs> Checks it out, yeah. The Trump administration just had no work jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine working for Trump. That would actually be fucking lit as hell. Yeah, you know, you don't get paid, but you can do a lot of hanging out. <laughs> you get paid if the feds are signing your paycheck. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, the federal government. Oh, God, this is Tony Soprano socialism. There is, <laughs> there, is that, there is that one guy that he just sent in to be in charge of Elizabeth Warren's, like, Consumer Protection Bureau or whatever it's that just basically went in and closed the door, and he was like, don't do anything no <laughs> don't run this administration he didn't send anyone in a guy got to the white house ran in on the first day and locked the door behind <laughs> him in the office and in that way was made the head of the consumer finance oh protection God. bureau <laughs> wow the rabbit in the hair. Which, I don't know if there's a the big, rabbit and the, the rabbit. Hair. And hair. <laughs> Everybody knows that one. Yeah, everybody knows that classic. A hair. That classic fable. Yeah. Yes, uh, the tortoise who finally uh, gets their financial protection bureau made <laughs> a government institution that can help people. Yeah. And then the hare who runs in, wins the race, and locks the door. <laughs> it's like we're closed, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gone fishing. Yeah. Uh. Um, Democrats rule. I like how they hate power. (laughs) And uh, she was also chief of staff to Melania Trump. Uh, She claims in her book that Trump was cutting his own infamous locks even before the pandemic made amateur barbering a trend. (laughs) According to the Washington Post, Grisham writes that Trump would cut his hair using, quote, a huge pair of scissors <laughs> that... <laughs> Dude, just like pull the shears they use like trim fucking sheep and shit. <laughs> Quote, a huge pair of scissors that could probably cut a ribbon at an opening of one of his properties. Yeah, They're yeah. gold. Yeah, he just has them lying around. Yeah, Diamond-plated yeah. shears. Uh, yeah, that's the first juicy tidbit. Uh, Again, we don't know if this is real, but um, we do. Uh, yeah, that, no I believe what. this one. <laughs> yeah, <the> verdict real. <laughs> uh, the next one: Trump shouted at Melania over the "I really don't care, do you?" jacket. You guys remember this fiasco, right? Yeah, but that's like when Kanye would yell at Kim for dressing poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, He's like, "You look like shit." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Kanye was right because all the Kardashians looked like shit at the Met Gala this year, but we don't have to talk about that. Well, don't get me fired up, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 funny too because if I remember the the I don't care jacket was like a shitty like H and M like almost like a shitty like knockoff of like a old Yeezy jacket. It, it literally so looked it looked like a fucking Kanye jacket. <laughs> like it, uh, this is also from the same uh, Stephanie Grisham book. Yeah, I like how this is a reveal. Trump yells at his wife. <laughs> Trump oh, bought his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Melania Trump returned to the White House after donning a jacket reading, I really don't care, do you? During a trip to visit child migrants. <laughs> that is so funny. She was summoned to the Oval Office, which was a first. President Trump then yelled at Grisham and his wife, asking, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> she that just is... really doesn't care, do you? Yeah. <laughs> that is odd, because that's like the perfect, Trump's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's basically a troll face. Yeah, are yeah. you mad? Yeah, oh uh, god. He's watching TV and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, if, you t- if you too would like the answer to this question, you're out of luck. Melania's reasons for ordering a $39 uh, $39 jacket online from Zara, then wearing it to the border, are still a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) According to the Times, Grisham only reveals that Trump himself came up with the cover story, (laughs) telling an aide to tweet out that his wife's target was the fake news media, not migrant children (laughs) separated from their parents. Dude, the master at work, (laughs) let him cook. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yes, absolutely Uh, Goddamn Sun Tzu Machiavelli tactics right here. Uh, That's uh, that's all we got for that tidbit. Um, Moving on to the next one. Trump said Hitler, quote, did a lot of good things. (laughs) (laughs) Just the best transition ever. That's the perfect, like, you know, kind of dumb guy alt history take. They're like, well, he saved the German economy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the source for this is um, a book, Frankly, We Did Win This Election, The Inside Story of How Trump Lost by Michael C. Bender. <laughs> Yo, check this one out, guys. Bite my shiny metal ass. Yo! <laughs> Can't wait until Disney Plus makes that into a uh, fucking... Yeah. Like something they play into my head at night when I try and sleep. A live-action spinoff? Yeah. A <laughs> future. <laughs> uh... In this two-on-the-nose anecdote, during a trip to Europe, Trump remarked to John Kelly, well, Hitler did a lot of good things. According to an anonymous source who wants us to know about Kelly's behind-the-scenes heroism, (laughs) (laughs) the former chief of staff tried to school his boss on Nazi atrocities, (laughs) then settled for ensuring he wouldn't repeat this in public. That's right. This one just has to be between us, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, fine. Agree to disagree. Just please. <laughs> Trump's like another deal made. <laughs> <laughs> the master at work. Uh. <laughs> uh, so this is from The Guardian. Uh, but Bender says unnamed sources reported that Kelly, quote, told the president that he was wrong, but Trump was undeterred, emphasizing German economic yeah. recovery Joe, under you were literally fucking correct. You yeah. fucking caught the shit it, out of it. It, it, Oh, my God. Everyone is the same guy, and yeah. I used to... 
fucking hang out with them on 4chan. (laughs) (laughs) You do just run into these people that were like, well, you know, Hitler built the uh, Autobahn, actually. (laughs) (laughs) To get a job at our high school, our, like, smarter-than-thou head of the history department would be like, oh, defend Hitler to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's what you needed to do. Nice. Uh, Bender adds that Kelly told Trump that even if his claim about the German economy under the Nazis after 1933 uh, were true, quote, you cannot ever say anything supportive of Adolf Hitler. You just can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't do it, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one I thought was uh, pretty fun. Donald Trump produced springtime for Hitler. <laughs> Uh, next one we have, um, the mystery procedure that prompted Trump's secret trip to Walter Reed was a routine colonoscopy. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys remember, this was, a this was a news cycle for about two days, um, a couple years ago. Trump was rushed to Walter Reed and nobody in the administration would say anything about why he was there. Just because it's gay to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, they could not admit that the president had a little camera in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very presidential. He doesn't have a butthole. No. Uh, this is also from that uh, Stephanie Grisham uh, book where the first anecdotes were from. Uh, Grisham explains that Trump refused to disclose this to the media, <laughs> though it could have encouraged Americans to undergo regular cancer screening. <laughs> the oh, fa- yeah. the fact right. that he's so insecure about this makes me feel like he just gets pegged by Melania. <laughs> like, yeah. every night. Yeah. Just, can't even talk about the butt. <laughs> uh, Off the table. Because he didn't want to be quote, the butt of a joke <laughs> on late night TV. That's the best part about Donald Trump. He could rule this country with every branch of the government like he literally did. Yeah. And he just cares more about, like, Stephen Colbert's monologue yeah. than anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, according to the New York Times, uh, Grisham says Trump also underwent the procedure without anesthesia. What? Because he felt giving uh, Vice President oh, he... Mike Pence power That's even for insane. a few hours would be quote showing weakness no yeah jack's I mean, right this is fucking shit. rough trade he wants that shit raw yeah literally this is rough trade that was a good call <laughs> yeah we're returning to gay donald trump <laughs> a classic character on our podcast uh, <laughs> oh my god liability free don't sue me <laughs> You would think he would have just put off the colonoscopy until after he was president or something at that point. Well, maybe he was peeing a lot. Yeah, no, he needed it done immediately, secretly, and without <laughs> anesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right, so uh, the next one is uh, Trump tried to get tough with Putin. But just for the cameras, <laughs> which I guess that I cut all of her uh, exposition on this. I don't really. Long, like, long, long in, story they... short, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump gets butt fucked by Putin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they lock a door and uh, nobody's allowed in. And <laughs> oh, trying to get, get tough a is a mistranslation that should be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tough for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so then, uh, you know, moving right on to the next one, um, McConnell told a decent Trump is dumb joke, <laughs> I guess in private company. Well, the president is uh, a hokey dumb man. <laughs> and uh, the source for this one, folks, is Peril by, uh, you guessed it, Bob Woodward hey. <laughs> and Robert hey. Costa. Yeah, deep throat, uh, back at it. <laughs> um 
A consistent theme throughout this entire genre is that everyone around Trump thinks he's dangerously stupid. Or gay. But, <laughs> but mainly, all they do about it is make fun of him behind his back. Mitch McConnell is quoted as joking in the Senate cloakroom. The Senate cloakroom? That's just, that's, just, <laughs> that's just what they call closets in fancy buildings. Okay, I guess. It's not the place where they hang their KKK cloaks. Yeah, the it, Senate. <laughs> uh, redaction uh, or retraction, it is the place where they hang their KKK close <laughs> um mitch mcconnell is quoted as saying quote do you know why former secretary of state rex tillerson was able to say he didn't call the president a moron because he because he called him a fucking moron Solid. <laughs> 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 by the way when that happened when trump found out that rex tillerson called him a fucking moron he forced him to trot him out and, and do a press conference and apologize to trump and say he's actually not stupid and he's actually very smart that guy the, was so great. He was just like an oil. Yeah, he was like an. He was fucking Daniel Day Lewis from There Will Be Blood, <laughs> and he was just the Secretary of State for no reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just resented Hillary Clinton so much. <laughs> um. Next one we have here. Uh, Trump suggested we ship COVID-infected Americans <laughs> to Guantanamo Bay. Oh, that's brilliant. He's that's got, basically what we use Guantanamo Bay for. Dude, he's just using, like, Genghis Khan strategy. <laughs> he's got some great quotes in this one. Um, the source for this is Nightmare Scenario, Inside the Trump Administration's Response to the Pandemic That Changed History, uh, by Yasmin Abu Taleb and uh, Damian Paletta. Uh, Abu Taleb and Paletta report that in the early days of the pandemic, Trump offered a suggestion on how to handle Americans who had been diagnosed with COVID-19 abroad. Quote, don't we have an island that we own? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't we? That is the best sentence ever. <laughs> I was presuming this came with some islands. <laughs> Uh, he reportedly asked advisors assembled in the uh, situation room, what about Guantanamo? <laughs> Cuba. <laughs> the island. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, AIDS were stunned, according to the Washington Post. And when Trump brought it up again, the idea was quickly scuttled. I don't know, they, might have, they must have not heard me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as they worried that, quote, quarantining American tourists on the same Caribbean base where the United States hold terrorism suspects might cause some kind of backlash. Mm. Well, there's a fucking McDonald's, <laughs> so they'll be fine. Yeah, Just yeah. They sleep next to the torture room, <laughs> not in it. Um, next one, uh, Trump complained that, quote, idiot who got the government into uh, COVID testing, a.k.a. Jared Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> Send him to Guantanamo as well. Yeah. <laughs> you're fired as my son-in-law. You're fired as a <laughs> secret advisor to the crown, hand of the king, whatever his fucking job was. I forgot he was like the czar of COVID response. He, he was. Something. He put Jared in charge of COVID response and peace in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're my son-in-law. Big shoes to fill. I'll do my best, Dad. Never call me Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so the source for this is also Nightmare Scenario. Um, another recurring theme in these books, Trump bemoans the idiocy within his administration, only to learn the calls are coming from inside his own house. For instance, while berating berated Health and Human Services Secretary <laughs> Alex Azar, uh, ber while berating berated Health and Human Services... Uh, excellent writing here. 
The most berated man in politics. <laughs> uh, Alex Azar, in a March 18th phone call, Trump reportedly declared, testing is killing me, and demanded to know why the federal government got involved in COVID-19 testing in the first place. Yeah, Jared, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how shitty it is to be Alex Azar. If you have a job in the conservative government, you get put in charge of a department, you're just supposed to be stripping in for copper wires. Yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. dismantling yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. And then Trump's at you like, uh, Hey, fix COVID. <laughs> and you're just some guy who, like, made a million dollars raising the price of Band-Aids or something. <laughs> uh, quote, I'm going to lose the election because of testing. What idiot had the federal government do testing, Trump said. Uh, do you mean Jared, Azar responded? <laughs> now, Azar is a deft political operator. He was like, oh, it was uh, Jared's fault. Uh, and that's something Trump can understand. He's yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. where is that little piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get him. <laughs> yeah, literally. All right. Uh, moving then Trump did, does that, like, black bag thing to, like, his family. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, Jared disappeared four blocks down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to talk. <laughs> Uh, moving right along here, the Joint Chiefs chairman told Stephen Miller to, quote, shut the <laughs> fuck up. This one, uh, this one's kind of, uh, crusade-y, uh, for, for libs, to be honest. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's cool. what we are, aren't we? Yeah. Liberal crusaders. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to Turkey and I am bringing a sword. <laughs> uh, this one, the source is also, frankly, we did win this election by Michael Bender. Um, he's, uh, she says, in a scene reminiscent of Star Trek, the next generation's famous shut up Wesley scene. Nerd! Oh, oh don't we all know that famous shut up Wesley scene? Ba -ba -ba -ba, nerd! <laughs> uh, if Wesley was the opposite of a boy genius and seemed pretty racist, Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley reportedly snapped at Stephen Miller in 2020 when the Trump advisor compared the unfolding racial justice protests to something out of a third world country and suggested that Black Lives uh, Matter demonstrators had turned U.S. cities into war zones. Uh, this is per CNN. Quote, these cities are burning, Miller warned, according to the excerpts. This is great because it's Millie as like the Trump guy, even though after January 6th, he was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And yeah. He became a big lib guy. Yeah. I forgot he was ever ch Trump's fucking chairman of the Joint Chiefs. <laughs> that's hilarious. The comment infuriated Millie, who viewed Miller as not only wrong, but out of his lane. Bender writes, uh, noting the army general who had commanded troops in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, spun around in his seat and pointed a finger directly at Miller. Shut the fuck up, Stephen. <laughs> Millie snapped, according to the excerpts. Truly a general. Had a big chair he spun yeah. around in, made sure all of his medals were shining. <laughs> I big like fat titties from doing fucking nothing. Now, yeah, exactly. A pageant queen for yeah. the United States military apparatus. Yeah. They make sure they make sure to uh, add in his bona fides of, you know, raging genocide in the Middle East for the past forty years or whatever. Which is good. Oh, <laughs> we're glad he did that. Uh, all right, next one here. Uh, Trump wanted the military to shoot and or, quote, beat the fuck out of civil rights protesters. <laughs> of course yeah. he did. Yeah. That's <laughs> one, I gotta say, pretty unsurprising. Yeah. yeah he didn't actually say that. He just said, keep up the good work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one, the source is, frankly, we didn't win this election, and also, 
A Sacred Oath, Memoirs of a uh, Secretary of Defense During Extraordinary Times <laughs> by Mark Esper. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mark Esper is so uh, I guess he uh, was a Secretary of Defense during Extraordinary Times. He was probably Secretary of Defense for three months. Yeah, and like now... He got the job <laughs> off Craigslist. <or> yeah, <laughs> now he's a New York Times bestselling author, and he does. I'm sure he does 30-minute speeches for $250,000 a pop. Yeah. For your mental file of unsurprising, yet still appalling Trump behavior, during the same discussions about racial justice protests, I guess uh, they're talking about when Milley yelled at Stephen Miller, uh, Trump reportedly pointed to footage of law enforcement getting physical with demonstrators and said, that's what he wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, in defense of the Teflon Don, okay. <laughs> uh, didn't... Biden just send, like, well, not Biden, but, you know, the big robotic spider that controls Joe Biden, <laughs> just send a bunch of uh, Department of Homeland Security officials to break up abortion protests at judges' houses. Yeah, and uh, it's funny you yeah, mentioned... It seems like the only thing that is truly bipartisan is a monopoly on force and right, using right. it whenever possible. Right, and uh, we'll all remember Biden's famous quote where he said, we're going to train the police to not shoot to kill, shoot them in the leg or something <laughs> <laughs> and and it's funny you bring up biden Joe, democrats are so cool <laughs> we'll shoot him in the leg or something i don't know shoot him in the uterus <laughs> this isn't a problem anymore yeah, yeah. well trump, point down trump goes on quote just shoot them trump said on multiple occasions inside the oval office according to the excerpts when miley and Barr suggested the president should tone down the bloodlust he replied well shoot them in the leg or maybe the foot but be hard on them well i'm glad they agree blue wave baby <laughs> yeah yeah uh in his own memoir mark esper the former defense secretary also recalls trump asking him about the protesters can't you just shoot them kent state <laughs> it was a wonderful time it was a great time for our country yeah you showed those long haired what's what <laughs> you can just drop them um all right, moving on. Trump suggested we bomb the Mexican cartels, then pretend it wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that suggestion yeah. for uh, China, that's like this his is, number one thing. He wants to do like, is. yeah. He wants to ding dong and ditch with like <laughs> fucking predator drones. <laughs> I'm surprised we took uh, credit for killing Soleimani, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, the oh, source. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like he was blown up with like a missile with an American flag painted <laughs> on it. Uh, the source for this is also a sacred oath um, by Mark Esper. Oh my God! Suck your own cock a little bit more, man. <laughs> a sacred <laughs> oath. This guy's a fucking. You're paladin. writing a tell-all book about yeah. it. It yeah, wasn't yeah. that sacred. He was probably Secretary of Defense for uh, two weeks. Mm. As everybody in Trump's White House was, because they had the turnover rate of an Urban Outfitters. That's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> great. It was like, you're not a star. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Breaking Bad does not end with U.S. military secretly blowing up a Mexican drug, la drug lab, killing Walter White and his associates. Oh, my God. What a, what a great reference, a great cultural reference here to uh, relate those two things. Yeah, really. It's really cool that Breaking Bad words. has conquered our culture. That show came out, what, 10 years I think ago? More than that, maybe? Something like that. Fucking Better Call Saul is just a sequel series that Bob yeah. Odenkirk. Clerk, Bob Odenkirk <laughs> is enslaved to. And now we have these references just forever. Wonderful. Uh, but that could have happened in real life if Trump had his way. 
Mark Esper says in his memoir that during the summer of 2020, Trump asked him if the U.S. military could stop the flow of drugs across the southern border by launching missiles into Mexico, then lying about it. (laughs) This is per the New York Times. Mr. Trump asked Mr. Esper at least twice if the military could, quote, shoot missiles into Mexico to destroy the drug labs. Uh, they don't have control of their own country, Mr. Esper recounts Mr. Trump saying. <laughs> uh, I love how in almost every one of these anecdotes, they make sure to mention that Trump brings it up like two or three times. Mm. <laughs> he really wants to get his because point across. Because the first strategy, they talk about this in a bunch of them, is Trump just says something yeah. insane and you say, yes, I'll get right on that and yeah. don't do it. Or you just pretend yeah. you didn't hear him. No, yeah, he'll just forget. Well, if you pretend you didn't hear him, he becomes irate. You must right. pay attention to him. Right, right, but right. But they would just agree to whatever it is and never do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the first time it mattered was uh, January 6th. <laughs> 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 Make me president again. We'll get right on that. Yeah, uh, literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was told they were on it. I don't know. <laughs> Very bad people. When Mr. Esper raised various objections, Mr. Trump said that, quote, we could just shoot some Patriot missiles and take out the labs quietly, adding that, quote, no one would know it was us. Mr. Trump fucking Patriot missiles, you jerk off. What the fuck are you talking about? When a Patriot missile hits the ground. You're just shooting them south. What are we saying? Missiles are coming from Canada in? What's even the pitch? Venezuela's doing it. Yeah. Venezuela's gone around the world. The problem is the crater that a a Patriot missile leaves is an American flag. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, That's why they cost $15 billion each or whatever. Yeah. Um, Mr. Trump said he would just say that the United States had not conducted the strike. Mr. Esper recounts, writing that he would have thought it was a joke had he not been staring Mr. Trump in the face. Ah, so cool. (laughs) Silly boy, why would you ever think that? This really sells the fact that the uh, levers of power aren't really hooked up to anything. (laughs) They're sitting up there with, like, plastic tools pretending to hammer a board all day long. (laughs) Yeah. President can think and say whatever he wants, and everything just sort of goes. They he's got a whole setup of tin cans with uh, you know strings going to other countries and their respective tin cans. I only hope that Donald Trump becomes more senile before the next election. I think it's a day by day thing. To yeah, be so honest with you, no, exactly. Like so, then Joe Biden, who at that point will like functionally not exist as a human <laughs> being, <laughs> it'll be the greatest debate of all time. I'm uh, withering away, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will not go into the light. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, are pieces of me that were once there that are no longer there. <laughs> I am a hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, breeze takes more of me. Um, the next one is sounds like Trump is a TikTok fan after all, but I guess there's no uh, again there's no exposition under this one. I don't know if I didn't do that or uh, whatever. We'll we'll just say that Trump uh, has a TikTok. He's a TikTok fan after all. It would be <laughs> so much cooler if he communicated with little TikToks instead of tweets. Oh, uh, uh, dude, can you imagine like JFK style like fireside chats? But it's just like Donald Trump listening to uh, yeah. King Kong in the barbecue show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, has to, he has to do a gay little dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trump does that stupid fucking trend where you have like the the. 
colors and shit and gets like naked and strips. <laughs> <laughs> Trump has a love in for his entire yeah. fireside chat. Yeah. Uh, tip the president uh, for yeah. national yeah. defense. <laughs> tip the president. He's selling vibrators under his tweets. Yeah. Well, there. That's our name for the episode. Wow, Tip the ex- president. <laughs> wow, didn't expect this to blow up. <laughs> uh, like and follow for part two. <laughs> <laughs> Next one we got. Trump called for a White House leaker to be executed. Uh, this one's. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He reads uh, real raw news. He probably called for Mark Esper to be executed. <laughs> uh, the source for this one is frankly, we did win this election. Um, <laughs> during the racial justice protests in June 2020, President Trump was briefly taken to a, uh, into a bunker under the White House. Days later, he fumed to assemble military, law enforcement, and West Wing officials about this fact being leaked to the press. Quote, whoever did that, they should be charged with treason, Trump yelled, according to Bender. They should be executed. <laughs> so fucking cool. <laughs> like, he just assembled, uh, and he's like, you fucked up. I don't know who fucked up. You yeah. should be dead. <laughs> you be groveling at my feet like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wish fucking Trump won the second term, because we would have brought back gulags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> It ap- it's coming. <laughs> it appears that all of the Trump administration leakers live to share dirt for the new batch of Trump books. Next one, uh, Trump thought Democrats might ditch Biden and nominate Cuomo. <laughs> Fucking so did I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that dude, I, I, I was on that. Yeah. The Cuomo arc is the greatest modern arc in politics, <laughs> even possibly. Getting made the like Democratic face of resistance to Trump. And then just getting caught being, like, very weird to women. Yeah. Just being a creepy Italian yeah, guy. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then just quickly firing you and replacing you with the most insane-looking white woman of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who made uh, a, a, an Irish woman, right, if I'm not mistaken, who made drinking on the street illegal? No, I legal. mean, legal. Yes. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. A true Irishman. Uh, so uh, the source for this one is uh, Landslide, The Final Days of the Trump Presidency by Michael Wolf. Uh, that's Wolf with two Fs. Uh, if you weren't sure uh, how uh, how German this guy was, how <laughs> like, Aryan I'm he telling is. you, you're, you're in a bookstore. They have, like, you can buy Ayn Rand, you can buy Dan Bongino, or you can buy, like, Michael Wolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Treason of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the pandemic took hold the spring of 2020, Trump thought Democrats were trying to weaken their own presidential nominee, Joe Biden, so they could replace him with Andrew Cuomo, who was successfully painting himself as America's governor at the time. Something that famously works out well for New York politics. <laughs> yeah, has worked every single <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to get in one of these anecdotes. Um, uh, what, they bring up Rude Rudy? <laughs> yeah, okay. we're going back to the other uh, America's mayor pretty soon here. Um, but first... Uh, this is per Spectrum News 1. Trump's source, according to journalist Michael F- uh, Wolf's forthcoming book, uh, was Fox News personality Sean Hannity. Oh, your boy. <laughs> according to a portion of the book obtained by Spectrum News 1, Trump met with Republican strategist Karl Rove in the Oval Office to discuss the theory of a Cuomo-led Democratic ticket. Karl Rove has overthrown <laughs> Democratic elections in this country. Yeah. And he has to meet to, like, do game theory with Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what you're thinking. Just, just like a true CIA spook who, like, uh, like, literally the human personification of the Illuminati. And yeah. he has to, like, hang out with Donald Trump and talk theory. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, what if it was Cuomo? <laughs> 
Uh, Trump believed the plan was being orchestrated by former President Barack Obama, <laughs> who was controlling the Democratic nomination <laughs> process for sure, and famously said, Joe, you don't have to do this in the beginning. <laughs> uh, and even suggested one possibility was to have Michelle Obama run on the ticket with Cuomo. Fucking, she is currently the most popular Democrat in the country for some reason. Because she hasn't <laughs> yeah, done anything. Ne- you never had to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, your hands are clean. She's never not wielded power. Yeah, yeah. Rove, according to the book, found the claim to be a, quote, bizarre theory. (laughs) Trump is not only the president for people who believe Hannity's conspiracy theories, he's also a client. Um, be a bizarre theory. No, I totally thought that was going to happen, too. (laughs) I couldn't believe that they could even possibly run Joe Biden against Donald Trump. Well, Uh, they couldn't until COVID. Yeah. Um, Next one, Trump considered calling off the 2020 election <laughs> due to COVID. That would have been so funny. He should have tried to soft roll that one out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see. I, I don't know. We're, we're pushing <laughs> it back. We're pushing it back. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking it really seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this one's source is also a landslide. Um, in the summer of 2020, Trump reportedly raised the idea of delaying the election or, quote, calling it off due to the pandemic, uh, Wolf reports. Chief of Staff Mark Meadows told him the Constitution would not allow this, but Trump wasn't convinced. So he asked Chris Christie about it during debate prep. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Thank God we're sending New Jersey's <laughs> finest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So this is during debate prep. Uh, Trump says, I'm thinking about calling it off, Trump told Christie. <laughs> The prep? Christy reportedly said. <laughs> yeah, am I fired? Yes. yes. <laughs> no, the election. Too much virus. Trump was said to have <laughs> Just confidently looking at him and being like, too much virus. <laughs> <laughs> According to Wolf, Christy then told him, quote, you can't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you do know you can't declare martial law. You do know that, right? <laughs> Uh, I like how, like, <laughs> Christie was, like, designed to be the Trump vice president. Yeah. But then uh, Melania was, or Trump, Trump's whole thing was he didn't want anyone too hungry. He didn't want anyone to hog the debate stage from him. And Melania told him that Mike Pence looks like a dead man or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was, was like, a Yeah, he was, like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. She was like, he is a man with no spirit. No yeah, sad, yeah. No spirit, exactly. No he said something weird and slavic. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, she's right. Uh, Trump has an oracle wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, they don't come cheap. Uh, this isn't a uh, this isn't a huge shock as Trump also floated this idea in a July 30th tweet bashing mail voting, which concluded delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> and by that, we're going to get rid of mail in ballots. Yeah, I like how uh, bipartisanly politicians can't like actually wield power, so they're just like you know like this. If you would like healthcare, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's like this. It's like <laughs> yeah. this stupid fucking like a uh, Facebook thing where it's like, hey, share this and you'll meet the love of your life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's like your senator is yeah, doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. come on, man, uh, <laughs> do something. Trump received widespread criticism, uh, though his use of three question marks clearly indicates he was only thinking about suspending the Constitution. <laughs> uh, next one here, Sean Hel. Sean Hannity helped write a Trump ad, and it was so bad that it only aired on Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this one's uh, source is also frankly, and um, 
they basically just explained that Hannity, you know, wrote a Trump ad and recorded it, and everyone on the campaign made fun of it and just did not want to uh, run it. They they basically said he sounds too dramatic. Uh, I'm sure everyone was just calling him gay. <laughs> uh, it says. In the book, Bender writes that the Trump campaign, quote, deemed it so useless that they limited it to exactly one show, Hannity. If Trump <laughs> and Hannity watched the spot on television and were satisfied enough to stop asking about the commercial, that seemed to be the best result of the ad. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, like a voiceover in a world. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's let's now uh tune in with the promised um mayor of america giuliani uh it says the, the next one is giuliani concocted trump's just say we won strategy <laughs> while drunk <laughs> <laughs> just say we won yeah <laughs> just say it. uh this one the source is a book called i alone can fix it donald j trump's catastrophic final year by philip rucker and carol d leonig this is every one of these shitty books has the same exact fucking name yeah it is very heavy awesome. doomer energy for sure <laughs> Yeah, now for sure, for sure. Uh, Though Trump repeatedly indicated that he planned to prematurely declare victory on election night, a book excerpt uh, published in the Washington Post suggests Giuliani came up with the idea on the fly after some heavy (laughs) drinking while quizzing top Trump aides about early state-by-state returns. What's happening in Michigan, Giuliani asked. They said it was too early to tell. Votes were still being counted, and they couldn't say. Just say we won, Giuliani. <laughs> Same thing in Pennsylvania. Just say we won Pennsylvania, Giuliani said. <laughs> Respect to this man. <laughs> Thank God this was the linchpin. Uh, Giuliani's grand plan was to just say Trump won state after state based on nothing. Later in the evening, Giuliani uh, reportedly urged Trump himself to ignore Fox News calling Arizona for Biden. Quote, just go declare victory right now, Giuliani told Trump. You've got to go declare victory now. (laughs) As your lawyer. Yeah, yeah. as your attorney, I I have have to. to be president. Otherwise, New York will sue you for an annoying three years until you're president again. Yeah. Uh, Michael Wolff offered an even more sensational account, telling MSNBC that Giuliani was so drunk on election night that Trump advisors worried he would break the White House China. <laughs> they gave him, like, a sippy cup. He's <laughs> <laughs> drinking, like, the blood of an orphan out of a sippy cup. And at that moment, Rudy was incredibly drunk, uh, weaving this way and that way, Wolf said. And the China... Those place settings from every president are very valuable, and Trump, uh, Trump's aides were obviously, or rightfully, concerned about uh, what Giuliani was saying to the president about the election and giving him this misinformation. But they were also concerned that he was going to break the China. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's just like, break the China, break the China, yeah. break he's, China. He's, throw, he's throwing plates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Giuliani has insisted this is not true, and that he is, quote, not an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm not an al- alcoholic, bro. I just like to really party. <laughs> he's drinking incredibly sugary 3% cocktails. Dude, yeah. No, dude, he's, he's slamming down humpers. White Claws. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and, you know, this has been... Uh, I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, but we are going to be wrapping it up here um, with the last little tidbit. 
Trump threatened to leave the GOP, but stayed for the money. <laughs> Which, you know, I'll switch. I'll be a Democrat next time. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> he's consistent, you know? He's a businessman. He's, he saw a deal, and he took it. I'm playing both sides, so I always come out on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one, uh, the source, is a book called Betrayal by Jonathan Carl. <laughs> everything is so fucking fatal. Yeah, like, yeah, everything exactly. is like yeah, the yeah. end. End of the fucking world. Mm-hmm. So German. Yeah. <laughs> Et tu Brutus my time is Donald Trump's <laughs> assistant chef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the final hours of his presidency, Trump told Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronald Mc- Ronna McDaniel. <laughs> That's so close. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they, knew, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Their parents knew exactly what they were doing. Uh, uh, RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel that he was leaving the GOP and forming his own party. Trump reportedly wanted to punish members of his party for failing to fight hard enough to steal the election for him. <laughs> McDaniel tried to convince him that the move would destroy his legacy and hurt the people who were loyal to him. But Trump was adamant. I gotta say, McDaniel completely fucking wrong here. It would not hurt his legacy at all. Not one iota. Yeah, just another fucking another stare to the top. Exactly. Uh, unsurprisingly, what did change Trump's mind was the threat of financial losses. Days later, RNC leadership told the ex-president that if he left, they would immediately stop paying legal bills incurred by his spurious attempts to overthrow the 2020 election <laughs> and destroy the value of his campaign's list of 40 million supporters' email addresses by giving it out for free. Imagine <laughs> if we had the Donald Trump donator list. Oh, oh I could make a mint. Oh, man. man. I would never work a day again in my life. I'd oh, be yeah. like, Donald Trump needs you to buy this coin. I'd be a billionaire. Uh, so this, this, you know, 40 million strong email, uh, uh, you know, uh, fast list is, quote, it's a list Trump has used to generate money by renting it to candidates at a steep cost, Carl writes. The list generated so much money that party officials estimated that it was worth about $100 million. It's got to be worth more than that. I know, I know, yeah. Uh, And Bernie's list is worth a comparable amount. (laughs) That's why the Democrats are constantly trying to swindle him out of it. Like, Mm -hmm. they're saying it's worth, like, what, $2.5 per email? (laughs) You could swindle way more money out of it. No, dude, you could get 20 bucks each. Yeah, for sure. sure. Double dip. You can get get a fucking payment plan set up. Set up five companies all selling basically the same thing, but (laughs) a little different. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, and Chinese drop shipping. This is the uh, the last paragraph here. Both Trump and McDaniel have denied the story, and when talking with Carl for the book, the former president claimed ignorance. "Quote: You mean I was going to uh, uh, form another party or something?" Trump asked Carl. "Oh, that's bullshit. It never happened." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I love they know what it was uh, called. Yep, I would like Trump to party. as well. But I think uh, that Trump's. Trump's line there is a good thing to leave off on. It's bullshit, uh, which I think you can pretty safely apply to all the lies that we just uh, had, you know, that we just read that are thrown at our former president. Hey, it's the summer of Tim Heidecker. Uh, No more (laughs) bullshit, baby. (laughs) Uh, In closing, Uh. folks, thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. 
We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. I've been Jack. He's been Jack. <laughs> Boom. Been jacking off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles. Deuces. I won't laugh, I believe I won't